You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning back into the Twisted Sisters podcast. Um, We are so looking forward to inviting you guys into our lives in our home and uh, just talking more about how we've gotten to where we are, mind, body, and spirit, and the different trends that we have tried that have been absolutely terrible and the trends that we have tried that have worked for us as well as... um, just how we've gotten to know ourselves inside and out. Right. So thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to sharing our next little uh, snippet with you. Can you believe we hit over a thousand downloads? We hit a thousand downloads in just over forty-eight hours. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. I don't think we had any idea. No, we thought it was just going to be our moms and maybe a couple girlfriends. <laughs> yes, yes, as ten at the most. Yes, exactly. Carrie. Yeah, but I, I am completely blown away and just I don't. I mean, beyond blessed the support and just the people like actually listening to it and just the messages we've been getting I it's crazy just how many people we impacted without I mean we tried to impact people but just wow the support insane we love it you guys I can't even it's a vulnerable thing I think to put your life out there and to just share such personal things but at the same point so many people have come back saying they can relate or are going through something or it's impacted their lives somehow and so now that I don't now that we did it for that point I mean I really honestly this has been a lot about my healing journey and just bringing you guys along with it so this has just been such an added bonus it has and just hearing my you know closest friends and They've given me phone calls like I was crying because I remember where you were at during that time and I never actually realized how hard it actually was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my mom. She, right. You know, even my mom came down and she goes, you know, just to hear life from your perspective during those times, because I think we are so wrapped up in what we're going through in those times that you don't recognize how other people are viewing situations too and we're the type too where we just put that smile on our face and nobody even knows maybe what we're actually going through because we don't want to come across as weak yeah (laughs) seriously and I think like for me I couldn't hide that anymore I mean I was just you guys I was miserable in a basement for you know and not in a basement in my parents you know but it was it was tough it was I was in a slum COVID had hit I was, I, I couldn't even shower. Yeah. I literally couldn't even shower. My personal hygiene, my, my goal was to get my kids to and from school, get them fed. And that was about all I could do most days. And so I would say like a huge thing in moving forward for me was I just making tiny little changes in my life. And one of, you know, it was literally a decision because I couldn't do too much. It was too yeah. overwhelming. So I was like, uh, today I'm just, I'm going to shower 
And I'm going to get ready and put some new clothes on, something that makes me feel good and comfortable. And that's what I'm going to do today. And then, you know, the next week it was like, okay, now I'm on a habit of doing that. Now I'm going to add um, one more thing. And it was going to be like, now I'm going to grocery shop and I'm going to have this day as my grocery shopping day. And so it was these little tiny changes every week that before I knew it, I was slowly getting into a new routine, slowly changing my mindset. And I think, too, you have to remember that you had also just had a baby. I know. I forget about that all the time because it just seems like it d- didn't matter to anybody. Right. Not to anybody, but no. it was like it just it was overshadowed that I was doing all this while being a brand new mom. Right. And yeah. just your different body, having your second baby. Oh gosh, you know, yeah. older into life rather than being your little. Oh, and not to mention, self. I'm by myself again. I'm, I'm, I, I have no interest in dating or anything like that. But I don't know my body. I don't know who I am. You're probably I'm, at the heaviest that you've yeah. been at after having a baby and now losing. Oh, stretch marks right. and skin, and just uncomfortable mm-hmm. with myself and a whole because you know usually when you gain weight you still have your inner self where I didn't even have that I just was lost um but I would say it was like last year right around this time it was right after the holidays and I just had decided I'm done like something has to change I'm sick of feeling sick and miserable and my biggest change I think I did I said I'm not going to do anything dramatic because I'm an athlete my whole life. My I would go extremes, all or nothing, all or nothing. <laughs> <God>. Fluctuation. Oh, <laughs> seriously. And so I would go all in in my workouts. I'd be running miles and I'd be lifting weights and I'd be doing this stuff. And I, what I don't realize is you just run your body ragged doing normal things for you as normal. But we run constantly. And... I don't know if we're trying to run away from our problems. <laughs> or, I'm not sure. We keep moving. Nothing catches up. Because we're trying to lose weight. <laughs> but it's, we're stressing ourselves more. Right. So we're holding on to that. Yes. Oh, seriously. But I think the biggest thing I did was I said, I, I'm done. I'm done eating processed foods and um, dairy. Dairy has always... Yeah. I, 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 I inflame from it. It's always added tummy issues. And so those were two things that were easy, but it wasn't like a diet that I had. To, it was more of a health. Like, a lifestyle. I'm doing this for my health. It wasn't about losing weight. It wasn't about anything else. And instead of doing a huge workout, because usually I can only balance one or the other, either I'm going to watch what I'm eating or I'm going to be working out hard. Mm-hmm. And so since I have failed at that time and time again, I realized I need moderation. <laughs> Definitely. 80-20 rule. Yeah and moderation and ADHD just do not quite go hand in hand. No. But I'm retraining myself and I realized that this was going to take work. And so I just went from there to I'm going to do yoga, Pilates or bar class on YouTube. And it, I'm going to either pick a 10-minute video or maybe I'll pick a 45-minute video. But I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to pick whatever video I do. And then the rest of the day, I'm going to you know, be mindful of what I'm putting in my body, that it was going to be whole ingredients. Those promises to yourself, your daily agreements. That right. And I could tell you probably after a week of doing that, that a lot changed. My gut reset, my cloudiness and that fogginess that you had in your head. And my routine was changing. Instead of getting up and sitting on the couch and watching TV with my daughter and stuff, 
we were getting outside and I was sitting outside with her for, Mm -hmm. that was our first thing. It was, I would get my coffee. I would get whatever I wanted in the morning and I'd go outside or we would do, we just changed that one little step. And it was amazing how things just trickled from that. And just, they say too, like even going outside barefoot and getting your feet into those on the ground changes your whole grounding yourself. What do you do for grounding yourself? I run like a, I always say a squirrel on cocaine. So I'm constantly doing 50,000 things at a time. But I, when I was doing daycare, I found myself getting really depressed because I didn't really have a routine for myself because I had kids constantly yelling my name. And so I went to a psychologist for a little while and she recommended that I need to go out for five minutes and stand in the ground by myself with bare feet and that's my grounding and so I find when I'm like oh my gosh what is my problem I'm like go outside in the grass and put your feet in the ground like reset yourself and I mean one of the things I my therapist told me too was very similar but it was like because I would have um I would have these not panic attacks but I would have these moments where my mind would start going in the car. It was yeah. always in the car because you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you have time to think because right. you're yeah. usually a squirrel on cocaine. <laughs> <Yes>. That's exactly <laughs> yes. it. So those trauma, all of a sudden I would be replaying things in my head. And that's what it is. It's a trauma. It's like a re- reel of this trauma. And um, I couldn't get out of it. I would get stuck. And um, there was times where I would have to pull over. I couldn't breathe. I was. But um, one of the tactics she taught me was to start looking at things uh, like if it was a sign. Okay, look at that sign. Look at what color it is. Um, What color is that tree? Where are the leaves? How many are there? Just changing your mind and really directing your thought into just being in that moment and feeling like you're alive because yes. I feel like when you're in those moments sometimes you think about we're on a round ball in space and as am yeah. I real yeah tap mm-hmm. tap I grounding I that was a life-changing tactic for me and now I use it without even realizing that I'm using it and I, I don't really have moments where I am mm. so much having those panic attacks but I have moments where I can get caught up in an emotion where I'm like frustrated yeah like Lorelai is not listening to a single thing. Hayden's just told me everything I've done wrong in my life. And, you know, my phone's ringing and I I don't know, just things aren't going right. And I can just feel it, you know, coming, building up inside. And I learned to just like take a few breaths and then I stare at something and I find myself working through that. And then all of a sudden I get past that little wave and it's like, oh, that was really not a big deal. But I, I seriously want to put it to you guys like try try this try it's all about mindset it's so some of it's so ridiculously simple but can be so impactful yes you think I I agree because I'm definitely an emotional eater so if I don't find myself doing those little things that I do on a daily basis I'm in my pantry or driving to the nearest gas station and grabbing that candy bar for my sugar fix yeah well, that's a dopamine high, too. Right. And so I think because you don't drink, you don't do drugs, right. right? We look for a dopamine high in other ways, whether, I mean, it can be sex, it can be um, 
shopping. It can be food. And, you know, a lot of people be like, well, I'm not an addict. I mean, that doesn't Mm -hmm. require that. But if you're looking for a dopamine fix somewhere, gambling, whatever it is, you're still looking for that dopamine fix. You absolutely are. And I think I go back to when kind of everything went down with Matt and just talking to you. And I was like, if somebody told me I couldn't eat cupcakes, like I was a sugar addict. Absolutely I was. Yeah. And I just remember kind of comparing that to addiction in a way of you might not be a actual illegal addict, but sugar should be illegal. (laughs) Yes, it should be. It's so true. Um, No, I I remember when you said that. That's funny because I remember something clicked and it was a good way to like explain to people about addiction and just to put it in terms of um, you're not exempt from right. this and you're not better than no. anybody else because you think, well, I'm not doing that though. Yeah. Well, you know, we all have something and we some do. people can just hide it a lot better they than can. others. Mm-hmm. But um, I think for me, my biggest routine has been um, I really have enjoyed yoga and Pilates. I know like I'm probably in the best shape I've been you have. In a very long time. Since and I've known prob- you. Yeah, probably since high school. And, and without even really trying, and I know that that sounds stupid, but it was like once I stopped trying was when the results came. But I feel just more like it, there's something about the breathing and stretching and releasing and working your muscles in different ways and stretching your body in different positions that like – you know, twisting your back and doing those releases that for me, I think get rid of that stress hormone that holds a lot of that. And your trauma. I mean, when you're doing yoga, they're doing the poses for you to release your trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Out of your hips, out of everything. I've Mm -hmm. learned so much in all of that. But um, I would encourage you guys if you're just looking to make a certain change or there's no magic pill. There's not. There's not. It doesn't matter how much money you have. And you can go and you can pay to get stuff done, but it's only going to last for so long. And, um, you know, one of my uh, relatives, she had um, her stomach I stapled, basically. Okay. And, um, you know, I remember going through that process with her and her being very open and vulnerable and talking about how – it was such a mental thing still mm-hmm. that you look different. And I can tell you, even me going through, I lost, what, like 30 pounds? Yeah, I'd Not say even more. From Lorelei. <clears throat> and you, there really is body dysmorphia oh there absolutely and is. you sound so stupid when you talk about it and it's not stupid but you sound like when you say it people are like oh yeah I, i'm so angry i've lost weight or it's so weird and it's it's not even like that it's a weird concept of getting your mind to understand what you actually look like like i still order the wrong sizes thinking i'm still that size and not that one's better or worse or whatever it's just hard to wrap your mind around certain areas when you're so used to being there. And I would say the same goes for emotional. It was just, for me, that clicked something in my head of like, if this can be like this in just the physical form, imagine what that does to us on the emotional side of things. Right. Like, boom, And just mind the blown. time. When you feel good, you're not standing in front of your closet for hours trying all the stuff on, seeing what even fits you anymore. Yeah. You just know like, oh, here I go. I look good. And you walk out the door. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a mind. It, it totally is. And you're 
starts in your head for sure. But um, so what else are you doing, Allie? Because we kind of want to just share our little tricks of maybe some of our favorite products and things. I feel like this is what we've been asked a lot. But we obviously um, we know we have a lot of male listeners out there, too. So I think you guys can benefit from some of this stuff, too. For me. I I had to find a purpose. I'm self-employed. Sometimes I don't start work until 10 o'clock in the morning. I get my kids off to school and I start doing, I go right into work and working on stuff that I can do, or sorry, working on stuff that I don't need to talk to anybody until about 10 a.m. Well, I found myself laying in bed and not having a routine. And then I found myself getting depressed because I'm also in sales and I'm commission based. If I don't have sales going on, I'm making no money. And when you have no money, that's financially, that's a a big thing too for your emotions because it's such an up and down roller coaster. Well, and you're kind of putting your fate in somebody else's hand. Right. Because any I've gotten these calls from you. Like yes. anything can happen in oh, like yeah. within seconds before a close. Don't count your money until it's in your bank account. And you usually have to like learn the hard way still, but anything can happen. That's that's gotta be stressful. It is. And that's where I found I'm I'm an emotional eater. If a deal goes bad, I am in my car because that's where I live is showing houses and in my car getting from point A to point B. I am going to the gas station and I am getting a zebra cake or a Milky Way. That's just who I am. And so um, and I love you for it. I still love I know. you. I mean, one time, if you remember my um, friend, Jessica, she always gives me so much crap about this. I had a can of frosting with a spoon. I brought a f- can of frosting with a spoon into my car and I was eating it for breakfast. <laughs> Seriously, emotional eater. I am too. <laughs> you, but as Hayden, he, he probably tell you something. He, we used to go through the boxes of zebra cakes. Like oh, I would eat, I ate a box of zebra cakes in one night and I remember the next morning just feeling like, oh my God. I, I can't even keep them in my house for my yeah. kids. I will buy two boxes at the grocery store and I will eat an entire box on my way home from the grocery store just so <laughs> one, that my kids one for the house and one for <laughs> yes. your car so oh, my kids don't get I mad get at me that I ate all the zebra cakes <laughs> it's horrible but anyway so I had to find um a purpose so I needed a routine and that routine meant I needed to leave my house Otherwise, I was going in the pantry. And so I go every morning to my shake shop. It's an Herbalife shop. And I sit and talk with the owner. And we talk about nutrition and working out. And that's how I start my mindset for the day. I go in, get my shake, talk for like 15 minutes. So I actually leave my house because I think with COVID, we all were stuck at home too. So that was a big thing for me to get out of the house. Otherwise, I was working from home. Right. And when you have everything at your fingertips. Right. And like I, it would be such an easy excuse to be like, oh, to take that time and drive there in the morning. Right. When how often are we doing other things in the morning, like sitting down and watching TV or whatever. Instead, you're just filling that time. Doing exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's smart. It's your surrounding yourself you have to get with ready. like-minded you have to people brush your teeth you right. have to put on but everybody going into that shake shop you guys are all there for similar reasons right and that is something that's like going to the gym 
But let's be real. Not everybody enjoys the gym. No. And not everybody enjoys, you know, doing some of that or, you know, it it can be very vulnerable to go to the gym, especially if you're not knowledgeable in certain areas. It is. Yeah. And so I think it's really cool now that there's a lot of um, things available like uh, gyms where you have groups of people but everybody's kind of on the same page yeah I get excited to see all my people in the morning when I walk in there because we're all like-minded we all want to do better in life you're all eating zebra cakes exactly shakes so (laughs) we don't get more fat and depressed so you have to start your day out right (laughs) yes you're the one who got me I that Herbalife was actually one of those things that I started to get off of my routine because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't eat all morning. So I would go all morning. I don't eat. I barely eat lunch. And then I would binge probably from like, you know, after lunch to the time I went to bed where I would even wake up in the middle of the night (laughs) and I I eat my sleep. Like I would like wake up with like Mike and Ike's in my bed or like a a bag of Cheetos next to me. Like I don't even know. And I I couldn't even tell you. I remembered getting up and eating it. But for some reason, I thought I needed to get up and eat it in the middle of the night. It's terrible. Because you probably, again, didn't eat. But it's an addiction though too. And I think you're just, you're looking to fill that. But um. Those shakes, they, it changed a routine for sure. It was yeah. like, I mean, I didn't go to the shake shop. I no, made my own because right. I'm a cheap ass. Like, well, I was going to say, I'm going to do everything really cheap and <laughs> Ellie's going to do it like full throttle ahead. And I'm like, how can I do that? But not that. I know, way. but I love that about you because I get a lot of crap about you spend $11 a day on shakes that you could make at home, <laughs> but I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't want to get this stuff out, make the mess. I don't make it as good as they make it. It's just not going to happen. Well, here's the deal, though, is you could go and spend $11 on a coffee. Right. And that seems to be okay. So that's where, like, those mindsets or people will go and spend $11 on a drink after work. Yes. And so, or cigarettes or to Oh, exactly. Chewing tobacco. tobacco. So, I mean, and not that, like, you do that so I get to do right. this or, you know. <laughs> but you have to remember, like, where your vices are and I I always that I had to keep telling myself you don't really go out mm-hmm. ever you're not you don't date ever right. you know you you don't you don't do any of this stuff I travel that's probably one of my vices but so it's like you can spend a little bit of money you and can. go do something for yourself right and I was just talking to the girls at volleyball about this right. last night yes um yes I still play volleyball or we try we tried to play. You My did knees good. are creaky. They're uh, creaky today. But that's that's what they say, and we'll go into, <laughs> I've been reading this book, and they say that you need to do that stuff. You need to move, and especially living in Minnesota, this winter has been brutal. Oh, the snow yesterday. You guys, I know a lot of you listeners aren't in Minnesota, but we got, how many inches of snow did we get yesterday? I don't even know. It warmed up to us. What was it? What did it warm we up? We got to? a lot of snow this week because we it had warmed a up to like fifteen degrees, twenty was degrees. It, it warmed. That's warm. I had a cold. Right so if you can hear my voice, I'm pretty nasally. I haven't left the house. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't. I come to her. <laughs> that's funny. Uh-huh. 
Um, <laughs> it's, it is. I was, it's depressing. You, you go out and you're just, we're on that tail end of this, but it's, it's like, we've just had enough. Well, all they say is, oh, you need to get out and move. Get out in the fresh but air. it's cold but outside. it's dangerous to be outside. Yeah, it hurts my face. <laughs> what did you ask me? I want to go skiing? Yeah. She's like, I need, I was, no, this, you guys, this was our conversation. I'm going to lay this out. <laughs> I'm complaining because I need to get out and do something. And then so Allie goes, we're going to go skiing. You want to come with us? And I go, but I don't want to do that <laughs> because I don't want to be outside in the cold. <laughs> I was like, it's, I, I hear myself now, Allie. I hear <laughs> you it. You hear Thank it you. now? I hear it. I tried, everybody. <laughs> she wasn't having it. So I said, well, I'm going to have to take Jack to the trampoline park, I guess. Because <laughs> oh, it's. I, I, that was one thing I just never got accustomed to was doing a sport outside. Yeah, but that's because you are like California native, so. I know, but I grew up still, skiing, but I will still not feels good go, to go outside and oh, go it for does. walks. It and that does. something about the cold air is like, feels like it's fresh and it like clears. I it don't does, know. but most of the time your brain freezes actually you're getting mad because you have to watch where you're walking because it's so icy (laughs) and it just becomes more of a chore than anything because you know what i would do i'd go out there and walk and then i'd slip and fall and then i'd break a hip and it would just (laughs) (laughs) we're at breaking hip status now it's true yeah so that's true that's what I do. I go um, and get What was that sh- phrase that you told me in the book? So it, you just told me that earlier. It, there was a phrase that you said that you'd read, and it was changing our – or finding those little things to do every day that was – Your daily agreements. Our daily agreements. Yes. yes so you I always should have three of them, and I can get more into depth. I learned this from um, Amy Lee, I believe her name is. I watched her speak at a conference and she has these little cards and she makes these daily agreements to herself. And I found that so amazing because we never think about ourselves. We're always thinking about other people. And so just having those promises to yourself every day is so important because at the end of the day, it's this is your life. Yeah. Yeah, it's your life. And I think we always want to think that our spouse or our parents or that somebody's going to think about you, right? And they're going to do this special thing for you. And um, they can for sure. But if you, we really have to learn how to dig deep and do it for ourselves. And then once I feel like we do that for ourselves and fill ourselves up, it's amazing how much extra you have for Absolutely. everybody else Absolutely. It's like the you. oxygen mask. Put your own oxygen mask on first before you can put anybody else's on. You're just like full of haiku. Uh, I know. Haiku, haiku, I'm a statistic haiku. kind of lady. I love it. I always come up with Hit these nail random. It. People think I'm crazy sometimes. They're like, what? You're just like this encyclopedia. These random facts. Of, <laughs> I know stuff, but it's like nothing that is helpful usually it's kind of like oh yeah you need that nail for that <laughs> i don't know how i know that but i know the size nail you need for that or i just talk about <laughs> random facts about mice that they put mice in cups for 48 hours and let them swim and the mice knew they were going to get saved and so they never drowned like <laughs> just stupid <laughs> 
facts that people uh, at the bar don't share that information at the bar because yes, they think they do. you're crazy. I bartend and I can tell you they share facts, but they are not true. <laughs> it's very usually made up facts. No, it's uh, the the bar is actually a pretty funny place to hear the stories of everybody. Well, and the nice part now is that we have Google. And not that everything you read on the web is true, but my mom is a bartender, was a bartender, and all she used to talk about was these guys would sit and tell these facts, and then we would look them up, and they would be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, what about the phrase of, I was reading this article when we were all really just watched something on Facebook or, like, yes. a TikTok video. Yes. That's, like, let's be real. We get so much information. We're like, yeah, I was reading this article. I don't know where the article was found at, but really. <laughs> if I'm being honest I was watching a YouTube video of some 16 year old kid who seemed like he knew uh, stuff about you know yeah whatever that's Jack was right now I I'm like where did you hear that well YouTube I'm like oh no because <laughs> Facebook and you, it's always right, right. always yeah absolutely fake I mean, news it is crazy though you can definitely find answers to whatever you want to find an answer to yes you know in any direction even if it's not the right answer you can find and especially (laughs) for us hyper focusers like myself I'm a researcher so you give me a topic and I'm gonna research the hell out of it until I know random facts (laughs) I know yes hyper focusing I I know very well Uh for those of you who don't know what hyper focusing is I would how would you describe hyper focusing like from our perspective from my from my perspective hyper focusing is when you have you can only focus on that and you can't focus on anything else and so I get stuck on something I'm very persistent and I'm gonna focus on that until I either get knowledge about it or I get to what I want. Which is it. beneficial when it's something for work or it's a project. Um, but it's hard for me because I can't step away. I can om- right. I almost become obsessive about it until that project is 100%. Finished. And everything else in my life is like a tornado because yeah. I'm hyper-focusing on that. But then it's to my detriment, I would say, when I'm hyper-focused on something that really has no benefits to my life yeah. at all. Right. So like now I'm hyper focused on I, looking up a breed of a dog because right. I heard somebody's buying a dog. And now I'm looking like yes. what in the world? Mice in the, cup. the cups. <laughs> <laughs> Mice in the cups drowning. Yes. But they're not going to drown. <laughs> but you know what? It's funny because I know that now and I'm going to tell that story when I'm bartending. I was like, you want to know a cool story? Yeah. And I got they're going to think mice. I'm really smart. <laughs> I'll have to send you this one about, and I'll, no, I can't even say it on here. So we'll have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting explicit. We are. So I've been reading this book called The Blue Zones. And just even going through it, it's by Dan Butner, And he was a National Geographic, talk about hyper-focusing. Here's what I'm hyper-focusing on. He was a National Geographic um photographer and so he ended up going and seeing how people were living to over 100 years old what were they doing to live a healthier happier life and so he went to five different zones and they ended up being they called them the blue zones and so he followed these people around and it's just fascinating reading about how America we are just living in this crazy crazy life where we have access 
to all of these things because we're stopping at the gas station and we can get the zebra cakes. We're back in like 1960. Instant gratification. Yes. We have instant gratification on all levels. Back in 1960, here I go with the facts, there were 100 McDonald's. There are over, in 2021, there's over, which this was written in 2021, um, 250,000 fast food places in the country. It's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. And it's like, instead of learning how to take care of our health, we're learning how to, like, make up for that. It's like, you know, do all these things after the fact, right? right. You know? Well, they say the average American lives to be 78 where in these blue zones they're living till 100 plus wow isn't that crazy that's amazing i know so um there's one actually in minnesota albert lee decided to become a blue zone and they have just changed their lifestyle they've saved like eight million in healthcare costs just by wow. becoming adding wider sidewalks and more walking paths and yeah so it's it's all for me what I do it's just all about mindset it's having a purpose I think those are the biggest things because if you don't have a clear mindset just like when you went through what you did um you are never going to be able to lose weight or no. live a healthy life until you change that well and I you can be so scattered in 500 different directions. And so when your energy is just taken and putting, you're putting into all of these other things, it's really hard to keep filling your cup because you're constantly pouring out into all these other areas. And one thing that I did that was kind of a game changer for me was to actually sit down and physically write. Um, some days if I was just feeling emotion I didn't know what it was. I would just grab my journal or a book and I would just start writing words or writing phrases. And before you knew it, you were writing stuff out that you had no idea was actually was just sitting in there. Well, pen to paper, when you put stuff from pen to paper, you are more likely to actually go through with what you're. Well, and two, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Like I didn't have that partner anymore that you sit and bounce ideas off of at night or that, you know, all of a sudden you're having these conversations. You don't realize you have those conversations all day long or you don't realize that you have those until it's all gone. Yes. And so when you have that time and it's all sitting in your head, you're kind of like, I don't know where to put this. And I can't call anybody at 3 a.m. and just be like, you know, I was wondering about why the sky is blue or whatever it is, right? <laughs> well, they say the best thing to do is keep a pen and notebook right by your bedside table yeah. so that when you do wake up or you can't sleep, you can just get those those Feeling thoughts out. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a huge thing. And then writing a, a list of um, just goals, starting from my what felt most important and for me at that time it was to pay off my debt I didn't want to deal with any more debt I wanted to start fresh from that and so for the next three months I sat and I focused heavily on that I cut all extracurricular activities out I brought all of my eating out I stopped doing a bunch of that so for the three months I hit it hard on how I was going to do that once I knocked that off, it was my next goal, okay? My next goal was to get healthy and fit. And then after that, not healthy and fit, but it was to get healthy mind and body. 
And for me, I felt that once I got internally healthy, my mind really just followed along and it didn't take a bunch of work. Right. It was it was so much more free and it was I a could lifestyle think clearly. Mm-hmm. Right. And then my next one after that was I needed to get organized. Yeah. And I found that um, I'm not I, my I don't do New Year's resolutions, but every year the one New Year's resolution I had for the how old am I? Thirty four for the last, I would say, 33 years, 32 years was to get more organized, mm-hmm. always, constantly. And finally, I was like, I'm done. I can't live like this anymore. Not that I'm messy. It was nothing like that. No, it was just that I had stuff. When you have stuff going on I had on stuff all in drawers. Time. I had stuff in cupboards. I had nothing was where it should be. And a lot of stuff I ended up throwing away so much unneeded things that was either broken or was missing a piece or got rid of clothes that I was never going to wear again and just said, just got rid of these things that I think gave me that Doesn't feeling of security anymore. Well, it, it gave me a feeling of security. Like I have this stuff and I have these things, but then I had to look at it and like, what is this actually doing for me? It's not doing anything no. for me. It's actually causing me more um, stress. Yeah. And anxiety yeah. just by having all well, of these things. Well, they say you should go through everything like every six months. And if you haven't used it or worn it, get rid of it. Yeah. And I like that to a point, but some of it, it was just more of like, I, I had to realize like the person I wanted to be and the person that I was working towards. Well, I think we think stuff is going to make us happy well it's instant gratification oh that's what i was saying earlier i was talking to the girls we were talking about those things that give you instant gratification but doesn't give you a longevity and so things that were giving me you instant gratification right was eating the sugar Mm -hmm. sitting in front of a tv with your phone in your hand because you finally get to relax and that's your relaxing time or you know, instead of going and getting our nails done, right? Because that seems vain or your hair, but there's a longevity to that. You feel good for a long period of time. Every time you look at your nails, they're good. They feel good. You feel put together. Every time you go to the gym, you get a longevity from that workout. Right. For the next two days, you get, you've boosted your endorphins, you've got your blood pumping, and you're going to feel that nice little energy rush from that right whereas when you're sitting in front of the tv it feels good at the time you think it's benefiting you but it's it's not going to benefit you any farther than when you get up from that seat absolutely you think oh i'm so tired i'm so tired so you go and lay down and watch tv but in reality that's putting you in a worse mood than you're actually in right because you you feel like you're you're stopping all your your thoughts and you get to zone out Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of other ways you can zone out if you need to do that like you said, grounding yourself, getting mm-hmm. outside, those things. So I would definitely encourage everybody, if you're going to make one change, like I said, don't do it all at once. No. Don't even try it. Like Baby steps. Just pick one thing and just focus on that. But I would say the biggest thing is giving yourself something that's going to give you longevity with it. Um, even if it's like like I said, going and getting your nails done. Exactly. Or going outside and taking your shoes off and putting your feet in the I snow. I think we all kill ourselves and there's all these fad diets of don't eat carbs for two weeks and then you can start adding carbs in. Well, 
How about we get not, rid of the stress that's yeah, holding us back? Exactly. And the stress that makes us want to go drink and the stress that makes us want to escape our lives. Why don't we create lives that we don't need to escape from? Thank you. That's such a here's a quote that Winston Churchill said, shape your surroundings and they will shape you. Yes, I love it. I think it's a good place to end this, huh? Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, well, I appreciate everybody coming back and listening to us. And um, we're so excited to continue on we just are. sharing. And, and we have some of our favorites kind of too for spring break that we were going to link yes. onto our um, Facebook and Instagram page. So check out what our favorites are for spring break right now. And Allie's is going to be more spring break. Mine is kind of more right now with um, like a little travel aspect okay. to it. But um, please, please, please keep reaching out to us and sharing your stories and sharing how your lives are being affected. Um, it gives us so much joy and it really helps fire us up to continue doing this. Um, and I just love hearing your stories and I love hearing um, how you're making changes in your life because it's honestly inspiring to me to to continue and to make some of the same changes 100% just so. amping us up to be able to give you guys more of and just a little reminder we do not have it all together and no. we do not just because we're sharing this information does not mean we have it figured out by any means no absolutely not. so I'm we gonna fluctuate like, just as oh bad. gosh yes and so I just want to like put it into perspective for you guys. Just a little reminder. like. And I think too, having your, you know, we're besties. We're usually on opposite schedules too. So oh, one day completely. I'm great. She's horrible. So it's nice to have that accountability partner with all of this too. That yeah. says, get up out of bed, girl. <laughs> Guy. I go, how are we already <laughs> recording again? This week was like, what? I know. But honestly, it's, it's, it's been such a fun thing to look forward to. And yes. so... Well, we appreciate you guys tagging along with us, uh, Twisted Sisters, and um, it's kind of been fun to hear how twisted all of you guys are. I was going to say, yeah, we're all just a little twisted. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted, Twisted sisters. sisters. We're all a little twisted.